from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. Going to give our pro tip for hour number one, and it came from the Premier League. Now, Amal, I'm going to need your help with this because I want to make sure I get the uh, nomenclature proper but apparently they stay over there like the standings that's the table right is that like if i said if i said let's look at the table is that basically saying let's look at the standings uh correct i like that terminology i'm going to steal that uh from (laughs) from now on going forward so let's take a look especially especially what it means to in the betting market here when you look at uh, the Premier League, which, again, is getting back started now with the break that we had in the World Cup. So although Man City is the favorite, take a look at Arsenal in the futures markets for the Premier League. There's seven clear of Man City on the table or in the table. So, again, close enough, right, Kelly? Did we get that close yeah, enough? In the table, on the table. In the table, I'm all said just deleted. I deleted it. <laughs> Went with it anyways. You know, whatever. So, Amal, explain to the people here for the pro tip for hour number one exactly what you mean by that in relation to the Premier League. So, for a win, you get three points in soccer. For a draw or a tie, you get one point. And then no points, obviously, for a loss. Uh, Right now, they've played 16 games. Uh, Manchester City's still the favorite in the betting market. But Arsenal at plus 120 is a really good bet. This will end uh, around late May. I haven't looked at the schedule exactly when the dates of the season ended this year because it got pushed back mm-hmm. because of um, the World Cup. But to me, when you when you look at right now a team that's seven points clear, so in essence, to put it in, in American terms of baseball or something, because that's where we generally look at the standings the most, 
kind of like being two and a half games ahead because you've got two wins plus a draw mm. that you're already ahead of Man City. So that helps from that standpoint uh, in terms of where they are. Um, just kind of looking to see right now in terms of Manchester City, the schedule, uh, May 28th. So this bet would, in essence, pay off then. Uh, they play Arsenal on April 26th, um, and then they play Arsenal on April 15th. I'm sorry, February 15th. So those will be two key, uh, crucial matchups. If you're Arsenal and you can come through with one of those matches with a draw, you don't lose any spots in the standings, but at the same time, you also um, – put another game in the ledger so it reduces the number of games they can catch you. That's a great pro tip because what, what you're doing, what Amal is doing, is telling the, the betting public out there, if you're new to soccer, you got kind of wrapped in, and hopefully you did, sucked in with the World Cup, and now the Premier League starts, and you're looking how to handicap that. Mm-hmm. What Amal is saying is basically look at that futures market and look for that plus money at Arsenal, say at plus twenty instead of laying the favorite here. There's a better way to handicap that. Now, again, it won't your, your ticket theoretically won't cash for a couple months, but there's – if you're patient, you can find some good numbers out there, and I think you've just identified one there with Arsenal plus twenty here to win the Premier League. That is the pro tip for hour number one here. Again, as VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 pro tips a day across the VEASAN spectrum. You can sort them out by show and or by sport when you go to VEASAN.com as a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Let's bring in our guy Frank Schwab here. We love to talk NFL with Frank here on a Tuesday. Of course, does a great job covering the league uh, at Yahoo Schwab for Yahoo Sports. Frank, obviously, this is a, a different Tuesday for everybody involved after the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident. A- again, we're trying to update his condition with what we know, still in critical condition, still right now in a Cincinnati hospital. We do know that the NFL, Frank, has come out today and said that game right now will not be played this week and that the week 18 games will be played as scheduled. That's what we know as of right now. That's what the NFL said before we came on the air this morning to begin this show. Frank, you and I, Amal, you know, we've been around, covered the NFL for a long time. Uh, how do the players, how, how does the league, in your estimation, is this the right way that you got to carry on? I go back to sadly when Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. They ended up playing football games that following Sunday. There's no real pathway to what to do, but do you think the league is going about it the best possible way they can? I, I do. I, I know it's easy to criticize the NFL. I've done it a, a, a bunch of times, but this is a very traumatic experience that happened to everybody, uh, even people watching, obviously the players, the league itself. I think they handled it the right way last night, making the right call. Yeah, it took them a while. You know what? It's not an easy right. paint-by-the-numbers situation. They got it right. That's all that matters. Now, with saying this game won't be resumed this week, I mean, you started thinking about, like, obviously, DeMar Hamlin is the, his health is top priority with all of this, but you do start thinking about the football aspect of it, and it just never made sense that these teams could play on, like, Wednesday and then come back on Sunday for Week 18. Uh, I I don't know what they do. I couldn't come up with any uh, example of an NFL season ending where one team had played fewer games than everybody else, or two teams had played fewer games than everybody else. And maybe, you know, the 1920s, 30s, I'm talking about the modern era. Right. It just doesn't happen. This is a symmetrical league. The one thing they could do, maybe play this in week 19, push the wildcard games back a week, eliminate the Super Bowl bye week. I don't know what they're going to do. And I don't know the right answer either. You know, Frank, that's great. It's a great way to phrase it because that's what we were kicking around. Like, we've all been around this sport for a number of years in different capacities, and I'm all, I don't envy the job that Roger Goodell, the NFLPA, the logistical side of it, to what the right thing to do is. I'm with Frank. 
you kind of scratch your head and go, they're trying to do this sensibly. They're trying to do this with humanity. But how do you do all those things? I don't know either. Yeah, I would agree with you guys there. But look, at the end of the day, for me, the biggest concern is the young man's yep. health returns. And then you can proceed from there. You know, these guys are paid extremely well to make these decisions. And unfortunately, people face different challenges in different businesses every day. So they'll proceed as needed. And, you know, at, at this point in time, I think, you know, I know Frank would echo this. I never want to speak for Frank, but mm -hmm. I think he would echo the same sentiments you and I have, which is you just hope for a speedy recovery for the young man and things will proceed as they need be. Absolutely, gentlemen. I think well said. And again, we'll, we'll keep monitoring the situation here at VEASAN and, of course, across the, the sports landscape when, when we get more information. But, Frank, now that we do know that as of right now, the games will go on uh, for week 18 as scheduled. Let's get to some of those games and see how we can kind of handicap that because that still is the, the business at hand as the league will go on and play football this weekend. we got the Chiefs coming out here to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. You know, we were just talking about Derek Carr and whether or not he's going to come back for the silver and black. 30-1 to 1 in the marketplace says uh, that he comes back to, to Las Vegas, but more than likely going to find a new home. What did you make of Jared Stidham? And now the number's been shorted. It was nine yesterday, Frank. Down to seven and a half. So the Raiders taking some early money here as the week proceeds. Yeah, and I think that Stidham looked really good. And I don't know if that's a, a condemnation of Derek Carr and how he had played. But you do see teams rally around their backup quarterback that first game a lot of times. It's a situation I like to be on. I, I didn't know that the Raiders were going to take the 49ers to overtime or score 34 on them. I'll tell you <laughs> that. I, the one thing about week 18 that we really get too caught up in is, oh, this team has nothing to play for. That's it's usually a fallacy. Look, there are some teams that just want to get to their tea times next Tuesday, right? <laughs> they, they're just done. They, they're over it, whatever. But I think most of the time in week 18, you see teams saying, Hey, we got one game left. Let's make the most of it. And I think the Raiders are in that spot. I think that, Hey, they're looking at it. Like we can knock the chiefs out of the number one seed. That's a good way to end this first season with Josh McDaniels. We're going to play hard. What do we got to lose? I, <laughs> there's nothing after that. So, I, I don't overestimate the they got nothing to play for card. I, I think that every team, most teams anyway, do have something to play for in week 18. I think the Raiders are one of them. I think they're going to want to come out here, play hard, end the season on the right note, try to get a win. So, yeah, anything over seven, it, it, it looks like the pretty good value on the Raiders because the Chiefs haven't been covering spreads at all. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Frank, I want to stay on the Raiders theme for a minute. Before you came on in the previous segment, we had a debate about Derek Carr, where he could potentially land. Raiders are 30 to one for him to return next year. Uh, the Jets are the second betting favorite Colts being the favorite. I thought the commanders looked pretty interesting with the young talent at receiver that they have there. The Jets, I think, could be a pretty good team with the defense that they already have in place. Any particular place that stands out to you? I could make the argument because of Devontae Adams. He returns here to Las Vegas. How do you see it? I just don't see the return to Vegas just because. Okay. I've covered Josh McDaniels. I know he likes the scapegoats. I know he, <laughs> he likes to, Hey, I need an ex-patriot running my offense, whatever. <laughs> so I don't see that happening. I, the one team that just stands out is the jets. I look, Mike White's not the answer. I don't know how Zach Wilson comes back after everything that's happened lately with him. So you look at a team that who has the biggest upside if they get the quarterback answer, right? I think it's the jets. If they get a competent quarterback in there, I think this team could even win the AFC East next year. So I think they're going to be very aggressive in the quarterback market. Maybe they find somebody better in Derek Carr. I don't know. But I think the Jets will be very aggressive in trying to find an upgrade. That, that team just stands out to me as one that is absolutely going to be in the market. And somebody, I think Derek Carr would look around at that team and say, this is a pretty good situation for me to go to. I might be interested in this. Got a couple minutes to go here with Frank Schwab. Does a great job covering the league uh, for Yahoo Sports. Frank, on that theme, gentlemen, it, it seems like back in the day, back in my day, 
You saw high coaching turn uh, changeover. We saw that all the time. You didn't see as much quarterback change. Frank, if you had to estimate right now, will we see more new quarterbacks on new teams next year, or will we see new coaches on teams next year? I think way more quarterbacks. It might double it, really. Wow. I, I mean, it's just, you look at, I mean, 10, 15 teams in the league are really stuck at quarterback right now. It, it was a bad year for quarterbacks. Whereas coaches, I mean, you know, we've had discussions about, okay, who are we going to be writing about next Monday? Kingsbury, I think, is on there. Mm. I think Dennis Allen got himself off the hot seat last week. I, I, we had the interim situations, obviously, Carolina, Denver. Yeah, that. But there's only, I think there's going to be about five openings in the NFL. Wow. There's always a surprise here or there, right? Like something completely out of the blue we didn't see coming, like Brian Flores last year. But as you look at it right now, who really is is on that hot, hot seat heading into Black Monday? I, there's not many. There, there really aren't. Yeah. I, I, you're going to make it. You're going to see a couple of surprises. But I think that. Teams that were going to make moves have already made the moves, and then there's a lot of teams that are just like, well, okay, we could we could justify a second year of this guy. That's what happens when you're you're firing guys every other year. <laughs> is that all these coaches are just in their first or second year, and you're you're like, okay, they've got to give him a second year, right? Lovey Smith, another one who might go, but there's all there, there's really rarely been back to back one and done head coaches. So I think it's a lot more quarterbacks to change than than head coaches. This and and that's the thing, right? Is like, I'm going to bring in my guy, like Josh yeah. McDaniels, Derek Carr isn't his guy. It's not going to bring in my guy. I, I think it's a second year, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Frank, we appreciate it, man. Difficult day, obviously with what's yeah. going on in the league, but we appreciate your thoughts as always. Yep. Appreciate it guys. Thank there you. he is. Frank Schwab does a great job. Again, follow him at Yahoo Schwab on Twitter. All right, when we come back, let's talk some NBA. Let's talk a little association, what we might have out there uh, in the league tonight that we might like and find some good numbers associated with. Come on back. Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. Going to get $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hat shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now or just get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness. You can do that by going to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, we roll on here on this Tuesday edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. Let's talk association. And by the way, you know, we were having this conversation in the context of Derek Carr and whether or not he's actually going to leave Las Vegas and go somewhere else. The betting market would say he is. Again, in the summer, everybody thought Kevin Durant was going to be leaving the Brooklyn Nets. Like, hey, I'm out of here. And then guess what? He wasn't out of there. And then you see what the Nets have done here uh, in the association just caught fire as of late. And all of a sudden they look like a real player in the NBA. Before we get to just three games in the docket tonight in the association overview for you, bigger picture here is now we turn the page into 2023 Got a long way to go before we get to the playoffs. We understand that. Is there, has there been a team that has really surprised you at this point in either conference? We know Boston still right now looks like the top dog in the East, but all of a sudden, look at the Nets in the betting market to win the championship. Six to one. Now, you could have got fantastic numbers not that long ago. Celtics still the shortest favorite, plus 360. And there are the Nets, the second betting favorite ahead of the Bucks. And I'm not saying the Bucs are disinterested in the regular season, but I don't think it means as much to them. Certainly, the Warriors have all kinds of injuries. We're expecting them to get healthy at some point. That's why they're still 8-1. to one. And by the way, that's the shortest number in the Western Conference. Amal, to me, the biggest surprise is the West is down and the East is elite. Well, I think a few teams in the East is elite, uh, are elite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you could look at, Four team, three teams as being elite, and I think there's two other teams that are really, really good, which is Cleveland and Philadelphia. Um, for me, the surprise team so far this season has been the Cavaliers. Uh, they're sitting at 24 and 14. We all saw Donovan Mitchell last night, overtime Man. game, 71 and 10. I mean, just an absurd uh, number he put up. But I think Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, those guys were expected to be there. But what surprises me, though, the odds-on favorites right now are the three teams from the Eastern Conference, and how the hell are the Warriors the fourth to win the title? Yeah, no idea. That that's just that's <laughs> just predicated on health. Like it, like they're the betting market is saying, I don't care what their seed is, as long as they get in and they got a healthy 
well, I don't know what's up with Clay. If Clay's ever going to be back to being, you know, Splash Brother number two and really that dependable weapon that we have for so long. That is tough to figure out. Right. Because he had a huge game last night. Yeah, but, but is he back? He's still, he's still averaging, what, 20 points a game? He's still shooting 38% from the three-point line. I'll tell you what, anybody else should take 38%. From Clay Thompson, I'm actually disappointed in right, you. Right, because you, you the, guy, the, the guy's baseball generation. card is amazing, right? Like 40, 40 plus 40 percent from the three-point line. It's just unbelievable what a great shooter he is. Now, the only negative I can point to is 41 percent from the floor overall. Right, but he's going to take a ton of three-point shots. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if the Warriors they've won five in a row quietly. Nobody's talking about that, but I, I don't know who do you who do you like coming out from the Western what, Conference? That's why, like, I look at the West and I took a I took a you know, preseason flyer on the under and the Nuggets 52. And now I hate that wager because they right now are what the fourth betting favorite in the West at 12 to one. That's like my handicap was the West is going to be better. Well, it's a bad handicap because the West has not been better. And I know injuries have played a part into that in the Suns with Devin Booker, right? So there are mitigating circumstances here as to why the West might be a little bit down, but clearly the betting market is saying the three elite teams and I don't know that we thought the Nets were going to be an elite team. They look like an elite team now all of a sudden that the three betting favorites are the Bees in Boston, the Nets in Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it's tough to call. Kelly, you have any lean one way or the other out of those three teams coming out of the Eastern Conference? Yeah, I do. I think you and I are on the same page. I say, Brooklyn, keep on winning. Anybody else keep on winning? Let me scoop up a Bucks ticket at I, about okay. 10 yeah. to 1 or something. That sounds real good to me. <laughs> right, because this, this, this guy annoys me because he always knows from a betting <laughs> standpoint where I'm going. He already knew I was going Milwaukee. I, I still think when you get every other day an opportunity to play, you get Giannis that time. Yeah. I still think he's the best player in the world yeah. for me. I agree. He's a bit right. By the way, that doesn't equate to MVP. It, no, it no, just no. says he's the yeah. best player in the world. I think yeah. we're all in unison on that. I think there's a big addition you could make in that market right now. MVP is always fascinating in the NBA because there's always going to be these dips dips and valleys and peaks, right, of where, where teams are at in a season. Right. You just bro- broke that down with the Nets. You know, like I scooped up a, a Kevin Durant thirty to one. You know, I don't know. It was five weeks ago. He's seven to one now. I think you look at these odds. Joel Embiid eleven to one right now. After where you could cut, you could go down Narrative Street and make the argument that he kind of got robbed of the award last year. In December, this guy's averaging over thirty-seven points a game. Only three players in history have done that in a month: uh, Kobe Bryant, James Harden, Steph Curry. He, he is out of his mind right now. And I know there's a lot of players playing really well, but I think for I don't think that's a bad number to grab grab right now on Joel Embiid for the, so in this market. One of, one of the problems that I have with the NBA MVP is, and it's actually probably applicable in almost every sport except the NHL. You don't define, or I think baseball does actually a good job of picking the guy who had the best season. Right now, do you define this as the most valuable team? Because I look at Luca, I look at the Joker, I look at Giannis, I look at Embiid. Will you take them off the team? Yeah, I, I still think Brooklyn can compete with Kyrie. I think Boston can compete without Jason Tatum. Not not at a level that they're at. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're going to be a one seed potential without those guys on their teams, but I think they can get into the postseason. I think Dallas would really struggle without Luka, but here's the reason why I don't put Luka, even though he's an amazing offensive player, Luka doesn't know you got to play past half court, right? <laughs> like he only plays on half of the court. And, and you know what? I look at a guy like Giannis. He gives you an effort on both ends yep. of the floor. And to me, there's value in that. You know, it's always like that, that, that joke of an argument between LeBron and Jordan. 
I, I don't see any defensive player of the year awards there for um, LeBron James. For the I, don't King? See, I don't see 10 times being a defensive no. uh, all NBA player, you know? Right. And again, I, I'm wondering that we, we're talking about here kind of projecting in the marketplace as we turn the calendar to 2023. You mentioned that your surprise team so far would be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. We saw what the Spider did last night was 71 and 10. He's 28 to 1 right now to win the MVP. Now, that's going to get shorted, obviously, when you have a 71 point performance. But if they are your surprise team, and if they can, what would they have to do for Donovan Mitchell to really be taken seriously in the MVP betting market? Would they have to be a two seed in the East? Like, would they have to? For, I, for me? Yeah. They'd have to trade Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and uh, uh, Darius Garland. And say, I, I, I you think, do, do it by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like I, think, I, I think Mitchell's a tremendous player. I like watching him play. <laughs> but I look at that team, and I think the guys that I just mentioned are yeah. underrated. I think Mobley's terrific. I like Jared Allen a lot. Darius Garland's very good. But when you look at Dallas, if you gave people a program, they couldn't name anybody else on that team. No. Right? If, when you look at the Denver Nuggets, I get that Murray and Porter are there. But Murray's not been the same player since the injury. Mm-hmm. I like Porter a lot, but well, you took the Joker off that team. That's not the third betting favorite in the West. By the way, the Milwaukee Bucks are in the draft lottery without Giannis. Ooh, yes. To that point, gentlemen, very quickly, there's seven and a half tonight against the Whiz Kids from DC uh, in the uh, in Milwaukee. How do we handicap the Bucks? Because I'm not saying that they're sleepwalking. I mean, they can they can sleepwalk their way to 60 wins as long as Giannis is playing the majority of those games, right? Is this a sleepwalk situation for Milwaukee tonight against the kids from D.C.? Uh, I don't know about that. Washington's played well. They had a good win the other night. Um, this is isn't this the back to back spot? Against the Bucks, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They're yeah. sleepwalking yeah. against the Bucks. So they already slept. This is a good revenge spot yes. for Milwaukee okay. here, and so I think the I think the uh, Bucks bounce back here. Uh, do they cover the eight? I would lean towards the yes, but man, you got embarrassed on your home floor. I, I tell you, this is a great betting spot that you got to pay attention to in the NBA. You get a spot like this where the Wizards absolutely dismantle Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Now you come back, you have an opportunity to play that same team on your home floor. I expect to see a far more focused Milwaukee Bucks team. Yeah, tonight. I'm not doing anything pregame with this and all, but if th- this is one of they drop down early, the Bucks, I will be in in live and in heavy on the Bucks. I, I'm with you. I think it's a great spot. A C- couple things though, just to update Giannis game time decision. Oh. I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play probable. So that's, that's good. Okay. And then same thing with uh, Drew holiday illness. It says game time decision also considered probable for tonight, but Middleton's still out for this team. I I have to tell you, I know Kelly knows I'm biased because I love Giannis, but I think this team is constructed so well in terms of their personalities, their personnel to be able to win. You've got an absolute dude, right? You've got a guy who's so unselfish in Drew Holiday. I just think back to when his wife got sick, mm. and you saw how, you know, just the type of character he displayed when she got sick in terms of her, him helping her in her medical recovery. It, it reminds me of Chris Spielman when his yeah. wife had gotten sick. Similar situation. you got a guy like Middleton. Middleton can be a number two on another team, but he does close out games for them. But he does not have the ego where he needs to be the guy. You've got guys that are willing to contribute in ways to be able to win games. This team is so well constructed. And I think that's the same thing. You have to tip your hat to Clay Thompson at Golden State. Clay, I don't know if he's the second greatest shooter I've ever seen, but I've got him in the top five of all time. Is he better than Glenn Rice? Yes. Glenn, but Glenn was a better scorer. Better, Glenn could heat up. Was he better shooter than Reggie Miller? That's where I kind of get the sticking point. You, t- you take about some great shooters with uh, Reggie. Uh, 
you know, Drazen. Oh, you, know, you talk about some great shooters. But all I'm saying is guys that are unselfish help you win championships. Can we can we call the Euro step what it is? Traveling. Traveling? Absolutely. <laughs> when we come back, West Rollins on college football and golf. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on these. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on Big Bets, Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. We have one college football game left on the docket. Of course, that's a national championship. Uh, six days from now, that will be TCU taking on Georgia. We've seen the number come down a little bit. Uh, 13 and a half yesterday, down to 13. That totaled around 62, 62 and a half. Let's bring in Wes Reynolds, uh, one of our uh, buddies here. We'll love to see him and talk to Wes whenever we can. Of course, you watch him each and every night with Femi Abebefe. He is, of course, the co-host of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Wes, great to have you on, my friend. Yes, you know I'm going to talk golf with you at some point, but I got to start off with that national championship. First of all, what did you make of, I thought, maybe arguably the best semifinals we've ever seen, but don't worry, we'll screw it up with expansion because that Final Four West was as good as it gets. I know, and it's interesting that you bring that up, Dave, because the uh, the NCAA committee, I believe, I was just reading on, on the Twitter machine before I came on here that they have made it. They haven't necessarily decided to do it just yet for the NCAA tournament, but it is the final report for the NCAA transformation committee and they've announced that they could expand the ncaa tournament to 90 teams oh my goodness and and it's like i I don't i don't understand why it's such an idiot proof event why expand it and and water it down i think less is more sometimes now in college football i am a proponent of the 18 playoff but that's it i don't think we need to go to 12 or we need to go to 16. you know some years matchups just happen and some years it doesn't work out and you get two blowouts in the semifinals this year you happen to have two great games well the reason why wes is two reasons number one obviously being money mm-hmm. and the other reason is so we don't have to see jim Beheim on cbs complaining how his team is 69th <laughs> and couldn't get in the tournament when they keep uh, keep scheduling hostess twinkies and cupcakes i'm glad there's it's expansion like my mind all <laughs> But, but you guys are, but you know, all kidding aside, you guys are right. Bayheim has been one of those guys, you know, asking for the expansion. And Wes, I, I did not know that. I'm so glad you brought that to the table here that they might be expanding this tournament to 90 in college basketball. Wow. Absolutely nuts. But look, it's coming in college football. I can't stop it. It's going to happen. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it doesn't get to look a whole lot better than what we saw this past weekend. But now we're down to just one. And now we're down to TCU against Georgia. Amal already said earlier on the show, West, that he thinks TCU is not only live with the 13, but they might be live at plus 375 for a money line situation. How do you handicap this national championship? Yeah, boy, it's hard to believe, Dave, the fact that TCU is 200 to 1 to reach the college football playoff. Of course, we had a long shot last year of Cincinnati, but this is the longest shot we've had since they've gone to this CFP format. And look, I was I was impressed with the Horn Frogs. I thought that I thought that Sonny Dykes and his staff outschemed Jim Harbaugh. Quite frankly, uh, not that I won't take Jim Harbaugh as coach of the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> if he so chooses to go ahead and uh, and, and pursue that endeavor. But uh, I, I liked what TCU did. I think you know with the loss of Kendra Miller, though, 
that does take a weapon if he is not able to go on on uh, Monday next week. So I wonder, Dave, if this is like kind of a team in the NCAA tournament, and I'll use Georgia, obviously, as this example, if this is a, like when a team gets a scare in the second round mm. and you got like a top seed in the NCAA tournament and they get a scare against the winner of the 8-9 game, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're vulnerable, they're vulnerable. And then the next game, they blow out the opponent in the Sweet 16. So I wonder if that's the case here. I thought Ohio State was the better team on on Saturday. I thought they should have won the game. And I thought Ryan Day was like a pitcher that basically had a two-hitter and 14 strikeouts, and they let him go into the ninth inning, and then he started walking guys. Because I think when C.J. Stroud made that scramble, he got really conservative and played for a long field goal there. And I thought that was Ohio State's game to win, and uh, they gave away an opportunity. I thought you summarized it beautifully. You're absolutely right. I thought if they just get about 10 more yards, because Ruggles is not a distance kicker, but he's incredibly accurate. Instead of maybe being a 50-yarder, if you could get that down to about 42, I think he would have buried it. Um, You know, Wes, when you look at this matchup, what impressed you about TCU? I thought, to a certain extent, Michigan kind of squandered the game away, not taking anything away from the Horned Frogs. I thought Michigan could have won that game and should have won that game. But you got to give TCU credit. They still put up 37 points offensively. They did a good job in terms of moving the football when they needed to. Yeah, they did. And 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 what really impressed me was actually something I kind of knew leading in, but you never really know until you see the game of them all, is that TCU's secondary was very good. And they were able to turn over J.J. McCarthy because I thought what Michigan was going to do is they were going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and do what they do and do what they do best. You know, first play of the game when Donovan Edwards breaks off a 60-yarder, you're thinking, okay, we can see how this is going to go. And then TCU gets the stop on fourth and goal when Michigan ran that Philly special. And I know it was so early in the game and there was a lot of time left to go, but that let TCU in the game. That let them have a chance and gave them belief. And sometimes belief is enough. And you really saw with TCU that their defense, even though they gave up 45 points, their defense was a lot better than that. I just think that game got off the rails in the third quarter, and it happens. But I thought their secondary was very good in terms of, you know, playing on the ball and baiting J.J. McCarthy and forcing turnovers. And there's a potential that they could do that to Stetson Bennett next Monday. You know, Wes, I look at it, and again, both those uh, games soared way over the totals. What, it was 56 and a half in the Michigan game. TCU scored 51 by themselves and now you see another high total here for the national championship at about 62 62 and a half do you worry if you're an overbacker here that maybe there's a feeling out process for for two schools that don't know each other or this is like man this is the national championship no time for that we're coming out guns blazing well, I, I would anticipate that the total, Dave, is going to see money to the over based on the fact that we had two easy overs. We ended up having them on uh, Saturday. And look, uh, I had TCU in the points, but I also had the under in that game. And I was like, man, I look like a fool. I think it maybe went under 59 <laughs> in the third quarter. It stayed at least under that for 15 minutes of play. But that game, that game just got off the rails because it was setting up beautifully for an under mm-hmm. when it was 21 to six and Harbaugh kicks the field goal, makes it 21 to nine. And then all of a sudden this thing just got absolutely crazy. So I would anticipate that you're going to get over money. Honestly, though, I agree with your, your uh, introduction of it in the fact that 
it might start slow. You might have two teams feel out each other, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of the first quarter and each team is at a drive and there's no points on the board. So maybe it's good for an in-game over. I think the total, though, is inflated based on what we saw on Saturday. Tend to agree with you a little bit here, uh, but I do feel if TC is going to win this game, it needs to be a little bit higher scoring. I don't know if they can win a defensive struggle. I mean, obviously, if it's lower scoring, then you might be in the game, but I think uh, the more tempo the game has, it favors TCU. Uh, Wes, when you look at Georgia, what concerns would you have and then what strengths would you point to if you're Kirby Smart going into this matchup against TCU in terms of what maybe people can look at and say, okay, hey, this is a good angle. I can potentially take the dogs because of this. I think the concern for Georgia, and I never thought I would say this based on the fact that they clearly had the best defense in college football last year and really over the last several years, and then they had it this year as well, but you saw that speed can beat these guys. And Ohio State, I mean, there were receivers, uh, Harrison and Egbuka, they were getting wide open against these guys. And, you know, TCU's got pretty good speed with the kid Johnson that runs, you know, a 4-4. <laughs> Uh, and and he, he was all over Michigan on Saturday. So, you know, I wonder if the speed is going to be a little bit much uh, on this track for Georgia. So that's a little bit concerning to me. But I think Georgia, my concern, I know everybody's going to point to Stetson Bennett. He's been here before. He's won a national championship. I think he's going to be fine. I don't think Georgia, if they lose this game, is going to lose it because of Stetson Bennett. I think they're going to lose it potentially because of that defense. Got about a minute and a half to go here with Wes Reynolds, of course. He's the co-host with Femi Abebefe of Live Bet tonight here, uh, weekdays across the network. I want to get to some golf because I know it's back. I get excited about it. I know Kelly does, and Amal secretly does too. Uh, let's talk about the Century Tournament of Champions that we have going on in the PGA Tour. So, again, the live golfers, you're not going to see those guys in the PGA Tour this year as we really embark in 2023. What do you make of this first big one with a lot of big names out there uh, on the PGA Tour? Yeah, Dave, big course, about 7,600 yards, very wide fairways, huge greens, about 8,700 square feet on average. So you're going to see low scoring here. Now, if the wind blows, I don't think you're going to see 34 under like Cam Smith shot last year. I think that was a community winner for all of us at VEASAN. I think we were all on Cam Smith at about 22 to 25 to 1 last year. He is not in the field this year. John Rahm is. He's the favorite. John Rahm, by the way, shot 33 under and still lost by a stroke <laughs> to Cam Smith. But when I look at the board, uh, you know, I think you've got some guys this year that got a little bit of pressure on them. It's like, okay, now's the time to show in big events, especially in majors. So Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, I'm looking at you guys. Can you finally get that first major this year? But in terms of on my card this week, I have Patrick Cantlay. I also have Sun JM, and I also have Colin Marikawa. Marikawa did, went winless last year in 2022. I think he's going to be motivated this year. I'm expecting a big year from Marikawa. He just got married in the winter, so the distractions of that are over. So Colin Marikawa is, I think, a guy you're going to want to have on your card a lot on the West Coast swing. 20-1 to 1 for Colin Marikawa this week at the Century Tournament of Champions. And, again, check out Wes. Does a great job with the Long Shots podcast with Brady Cannon, Matt Humans, and the like. Hey, Wes, we appreciate it, my friends. Say hi to Femi for us, too. Thanks, guys, for having me. Appreciate Thank it. You. There he is. We're back with more Big Bets here on Visa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. So join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance Bet, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Bet Rivers, it is a whole new. Game. Back alongside them all, Shaw, Dave Ross here, and we do want to get to the pro tip for hour number two, and it just came in that conversation we had with Wes Reynolds, and I think it is, it's a very interesting way to handicap golf, and again, we're talking about these winter sports, but you also have golf back in, and I know sometimes it flies below the radar because all of a sudden we're talking NFL, we're talking college football, national championship, but there is money to be made in the golfing market as well. And I think what Wes just hit on is a really good pro tip for our number two. Sometimes you want to look at some of the longer numbers in some of these tournaments, like the Century Tournament of Champions. You got an elite PGA Tour field, right? But it's not like the, the biggest tour field. It's not 150 guys out there, per se, where you're going to find some, some longer shots and guys maybe that are off the radar. You look at a guy like, say, Colin Morikawa, 
a world-class two-time major champion who did not win once on the PGA Tour in the entire 2022 calendar year. You know who knows that? Kyle Morikawa. And now all of a sudden he's 20 to 1 for a world-class player. Sometimes you want to look a little bit down the board, especially early in the season with guys coming off quote-unquote bad seasons or guys that had injuries that are now healthy, and you get those longer numbers because they just didn't show up in the winner's circle, you can find really good value. And I think we kind of identified a potential guy in a Kyle Morikawa, who, by the way, is probably going to win on tour this year, even though he didn't do it in the calendar year. And that's why you're getting better numbers earlier on in the season. I think it's a great point. I think so many times people get forgotten, and you have an opportunity to take advantage of it. I mean, you see so many guys that you – you know, there are names that kind of you sit there and you they see drift. them. Yeah, it's exactly right. Great word choice. And and that's exactly what happens. All right. So 20 to 1. And Kelly, I know you, you're doing your own golf handicapping yep. as well. Do you, do you like that system that kind of Wes brought to the table there? Yeah. Like early in the year, you might find some really good values to Wallace's point of guys that kind of fell off the, the tongue, if you will. Yeah, and I think you picked you picked one guy that, you know, I, I think there's a lot of us will probably have our eye on him because you're right. That was an, it was an off year for Morikawa dealing with some injuries. But – it, you know, you fought, flew under the golf radar, too, right? Not part of the live conversations right. that dominated the news cycle for golf. I just didn't have a great year. So, you know, we're talking about a 39 golfer field this week. You get a number like 20 to 1, I don't have a problem with that bet at A all. 39 field, and you get 20 to 1 on Kyle Morikawa? Yeah. Sign me up for 39 that. 39 of the best in the world, but still. Yeah, yeah right. And, and by the, the way, easiest courses in the world. And, and by the way, and again, this is another way, again, for, for the futures in, 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 in conclusion with this pro tip. The live golfers aren't there on PGA Tour events. So we just mentioned it. Cam Smith is the defending champion of this event. He's now on the live tour. So there's a, there's more quality players that are not in this field. And you get a number like that on a shortened field without the Brooks Kepkas, without the Cam Smiths, without the Dustin Johnsons. Man, you're still getting really good numbers on a really shortened field that does not include some of the other best players in the world that we don't want to talk about over there in Live Golf. So it's a really good way early on in the year for your golf handicaps that you might be able to maximize your dollar value. Yeah, that, we might uh, we might jump into it a little bit more tomorrow. I know Amal's really eager to talk yeah. more about golf, but the uh, I did I did have a bet on Sung J M. I know Wes is on him as well, Ooh. so we did match on that one. Uh, Sung J. Past 22 rounds in Hawaii, scoring average a little over 67, best of any player uh, since the tournament champions moved to Maui in 99. Just get me to Hawaii. I've never been. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to go. Bucket list. So that is the pro tip for hour number two. Take a look at some of those names that might have drifted off the marketplace a little bit that are still world-class players like Akala Morikawa and see early on in the season before these fields get bigger. Back up to the 150, you get these shortened fields. You can get some really good numbers with only 39 golfers out this week at the Century Tournament of Champions. That is a pro tip for hour number two here. Again, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 pro tips a day across the VEASAN spectrum. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. Very quickly, before we get back to the NBA tonight, a couple other games we're going to look at. I want to get your uh, thoughts on the NHL. And I know there's one game in particular Carolina at the Blue Shirts tonight in the world's most famous arena. Yeah, absolutely. Should be a terrific matchup. Carolina comes in just playing terrific hockey right now. The hottest team in the NHL. They've won 11 in a row. Nobody's talking about them because of what Boston's been able to do all season long. But the Rangers playing well themselves, 7-2-1. A little bit surprised by this price with the Hurricanes being the road favorite in this one. Um, But, 
I think the blue shirts are at a pretty good price here if you like them at home, plus 105. So, again, you're looking at the money line situation possibly if you're going to back the blue shirts here on the uh, puck line here. Hurricanes, uh, minus a goal and a half is plus $1.95. I'm seeing if you like the Rangers, want a little bit of that insurance, it's going to cost you there, minus 230. But, again, I love the way you identify some plus prices. For yes, Carolina's you know the hottest team, not named the Boston Bruins. Yeah, they come into the Garden as small favorites, but yet you're kind of looking at the home team here as playing pretty good hockey as well. Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity. Shesterkin playing well, uh, but Carolina can't take anything away from them the way they've been able to play. Brendan Moore's team just didn't know if they'd necessarily be able to have all the pieces to be able to have such a great season, but they're off to a tremendous start. Second highest point total in the National Hockey League at 56, just behind Boston, who's sitting at 62. All right, so that is one to keep an eye on there that you can get some plus money here with the home team, uh, the Blue Shirts at Madison Square Garden. Let's get back to the NBA here, uh, wrap up today's conversation with the association because we talked about one game in particular already. We talked about the Wizards in a revenge spot for the Bucks, And now, even since our conversation, gentlemen, that number's gone up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's an eight and a half now on the Bucks. Remember, Wizards just beat Milwaukee this home and home uh, back in Milwaukee tonight. Uh, Giannis now probable. For this matchup, so feels like you can rest easy. That it looks like the Greek freak's going to be out there. But Amal, you kind of lean towards the Bucks in that revenge spot. Yeah, I do. I think they played so poorly. I mean, they got dusted in that previous game. Uh, they just absolutely got crushed. And I would expect to see a more focused Milwaukee team. You know, you look for good teams in spots like this. I think it was Jalen Brown who mentioned about the Denver game. He goes, "They're lucky they don't face us again this year." Mm-hmm. But you know, that's a that's a rematch that they want to have. Even next year, I would circle it oh. in advance. You sit there and say, "Hey, when this team gets an opportunity to play this opponent, they'll be ready to go." And I think that's the exact same thing right now when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks. They get beat on their home floor last time by 23 Ooh. points. I mean, that that's just incredible how how badly you get beat. It was the first quarter. Right, they get they're down 18, uh, 17 after one, uh, 18 at the break. Give up sixty eight points. Never really made a push in that game. So I think Milwaukee will come out with a much more spirited effort tonight. We got the best team right now, at least uh, on paper. That'd be the Celtics uh, on the road against OKC, taking on the Thunder, and they're going to lay eight and a half against the Thunder. And again, sometimes, you know, I always say sometimes you don't want to put good money on bad teams. But there are situational spots, right? Because you look up at the end of the year, and even the bad teams are going to have 20, 30 wins. I don't know if this is one of them for OKC, but what do you make of this matchup tonight? Yeah, it's going to be a, t- a tough spot here. Uh, Boston coming off that drubbing against um, Denver, and then the rim, yeah, the rim situation in the middle of the fourth quarter where they had to stop the game to uh, fix the rim. Man, that was awkward. Yeah. And uh, so now you've got this Boston team right now with an opportunity to really bounce back uh, against the Oklahoma City Thunder team. Uh, because when I look at this Thunder team, uh, SGA has been unbelievable. He's incredible. But other than that, I mean, who do you point to and you sit there and go, you're confident that you can get consistency from? That's where I look at this team has a little bit of a drop-off. I know Giddy's having a good year, but still. Consistent scoring is a problem outside. The the second score. That's exactly right. So that could be a problem tonight with a team like Boston that can defend when they choose to defend. So, again, eight and a half on the road tonight for the Seas against the Thunder. I keep waiting for the Jazz to start to become who we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Sacramento's come to town tonight. And the Kings, such a weird team to figure out as well. They're getting points on the road, three and a half. I don't know if the money line's in play here, boys, for Sacramento plus $1.40. But it's hard for me to trust the Jazz when I keep waiting. And it feels like they're starting to become closer to what we thought they'd be before the season began. Yeah, uh, you know, when I look at this Utah team, uh, to your point, we thought they would really have a drop-off. 
They haven't so far. You got two of the highest scoring teams in the league. That's why you see a total of 243. Wow. Kings averaging 118. Are we in the 80s again? Yeah, defense optional tonight. Yeah, right. You got that right. Um, and, you know, Sacramento shoots the ball extremely well. Fourth in the league, thir- uh, sixth in three point shooting. Excuse me. So I don't think you're going to see too much defense in this one. I will say this I'm not going to play this game, okay. but total is 243. If in the end game at some point in time, maybe it's a slow first quarter, you see 236, 237. I would take a look at going over on this one. So what you're going to do is watch and hope for Correct. a slow start, maybe six-minute mark. It's, you know, like 14 to 10, something a little bit uh, underpaced. Correct. And then hop in on the over. I kind of like that as well. Uh, Kelly, you guys and them all certainly are, got your ear to the grindstone more than I do in the final minute that we have here. How are we looking at totals? Because it feels like the books are adjusting that we're getting more scoring. I mean, again, you don't see totals like this unless it's the 1980s. Yeah, I would agree with you, but sometimes you can't necessarily quantify what's going to happen, right? I mean, some of these games you wind up with, you know, 270 points, nobody <laughs> plays defense. Right. You know, that Milwaukee game that I referenced earlier, Washington, they scored 68 points in the first half. Yeah, it really is hard hard to figure. So, again, yeah. it is a game-by-game situation, but that's one of the higher totals you're going to see at 243. I uh, certainly want to thank Wes Reynolds and Frank Schwab for joining us on this edition of Big Bets. We are back tomorrow right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.